Echo 5, do you copy? Echo 5. Echo 2, good morning. Nice of you to drop by. Feeling alright, sir? Thought we lost you. Right now, I feel like I can take off this whole podcast myself. Ah, I know what you mean. Ready to send that transmission to Echo Base? Yes, sir. R10, pass through. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Hoth Transmissions. This is Echo 2 with... Echo 5. Alright, so today we're going to tackle the latest episode in The Mandalorian. It's called The Prisoner. But before we jump into that, we got a little bit of news and we're going to discuss a little bit about it. Um, on April 2nd, they announced, or they actually just released all the vintage Star Wars hit hits on Disney+. Plus. So that's going to be like the Ewoks, yeah. the droids... Um, the 2003 Clone Wars, and there's a couple other ones in there, but That's it's actually pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, you know, I have to con- I have a confession. So I'm looking at the Ewoks, right? Okay. Um, and I'm looking at the cover of um, one of those 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 movies, and I see a blurg, and I had no idea that those were around um, back with the Ewok uh, spinoffs. I thought that those were invented with Dave Filoni in the Clone Wars. True. Uh, I think <laughs> I did a post on the hotspot about it, and somebody pointed okay. that out. I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh yeah, you know what? You're absolutely right." Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't believe. It. I I didn't realize. That. I totally thought it was a Dave Filoni thing, but that's uh, it's been around before, which is actually super cool that he used them. And that they've been used all the way through Mandalorian. It's just it's just fun to. Um, I I I think we should all watch spinoffs and and all these extra things because you know there's a lot of things that connect all the movies and the shows, and they'll just kind of work together. <laughs> I know they're like super cringe, but they're worth they're worth a watch. Yeah. I've you know I've never seen I, I've seen the, the old one of the old Ewok movies, the first one, but it's been so long. I, you know I, the, the Clone Wars I've watched and the animated droids and Ewoks I've never watched them. Oh, those ones I used to have on VHS. Yeah, okay. dating myself here, but VHS, and yeah. they're actually really cool. They're they're entertaining to watch, especially three PO and R two. Just seeing them on their crazy adventures is just not being. Not with the rest of the main characters. It's just kind of intriguing to see. Them. Yeah, just following them around. It's interesting. We, we got a few episodes like that in Clone Wars. Where just we like did, yeah. Like, yeah. I would, I'm not going to lie. I would probably say that these uh, spinoff droid films were a lot more intriguing than those Clone Wars episodes. Yeah, yeah the, one, the one where they, they have to go find the, the thing for the birthday cake or whatever for Padme and the, the, <laughs> like, the dark streets, of course, on there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Just exactly. To, that was totally a filler filler episode. Yeah, they made 3PO seem a little bit more incapable than he actually is. Yeah. I mean, not much more, but I mean, you know. But it does have uh, Anthony Daniels. Yeah, Anthony that. Daniels jumps in everything. Like, yeah. he, it's, it's not a surprise. Like, he'll... Anytime uh, 3PO is around, Anthony Daniels is like, yep, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, what a swell guy. He went to the, what, that Sesame Street episode, and he came on as 3PO. Well, it's it, whenever there's three PO, it's always Anthony Daniels. I can't think of. I don't think there is anything without Anthony Daniels connected to C three PO when he makes a cameo and in anything related, you know, Star Wars related that brings in three PO. Oh yeah, definitely not. And I'm always happy to hear Anthony Daniels jumping on everything. 
Mm, me too. <laughs> um, and a little bit more bit of news. Uh, I know everybody was excited for the Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. That was supposed to be hitting, I want to say May, but they just recently announced that they're not going to be able to make that date because they really want to uh, make this game as epic as the hype is portraying it to be. I'm just hoping it's not like, uh, what is it, Cyberpunk, where they just kept delaying it and then they finally released it and it's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but I'm still pretty excited to see it come out and I'm really hoping that they are taking this extra time to really... Uh, crank out a lot of the kinks and making it the game that everyone's excited for it to be. I know yeah. you're not big onto the games, but no, I'm just, I'm, I'm listening. I'm enjoying the news. I, I, yeah, like I'm, I'm not a gamer. I'm, I'm all about the collecting and, and obviously the movies and TV shows and anything else related to star Wars. But the one thing I never, yeah, I, I'm not a gamer, <laughs> it's been but I'll, co- I'll cover that. For, I'll cover that for all you fans out there. Yeah. All right. And then, I don't know uh, if any of you guys caught that there was a new trailer for the Bad Batch. Yeah, um, it's a full-on trailer. It's actually pretty cool. It looks really exciting. Got the, a lot the of questions. Nation looks so. It looks so polished. It does. It looks so clean. It, it's cool. It, it's kind of. It's similar to the season seven, uh, Clone Wars. How it, it looked. Um, it, it just looked really clean, and uh, it looks like that, but maybe even a little bit better. It was just cool to see Tarkin and. There was there was some cool, uh, you know, cameos in there, and it, it's Captain it's, Rex. Yeah, 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 exa- yeah. That was oh man. There, there's, there's so. I, I, I'm just, I'm so curious where they're gonna go with this, this story. I want to see the rise of the Empire and and how they react. It looks like they might fight for the Empire for a while and then defect. I'm not sure where they're going. I but, think so uh, too, because it looks that way, especially with the uh, Tarkin narrating. He's like, uh, they're unorthodox. They're yeah, they don't follow orders. They do their own thing. Exactly. And so I'm wondering if my theory of their ship not really working on that. No, I was thinking that too. I don't think they're going to comply with Order 66 at all. It'll yeah. be cool to see. It'll be cool to kind of go back and see it. Like maybe maybe that'll be the 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 you know uh, intro episode the the pilot. Maybe it'll take us to, back to Order 66 and what happened with them. And maybe that's why Rex is around. Maybe he helps them take it out. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we'll find out soon in about a month, a month from today, right? Yeah, a month from today, and it looks like they get a uh, a new character with them. Can't really tell if that was a. Oh, is the is it? Uh, they're they're talking about a possible female clone. Yeah, I was gonna say, kind of reminded me of uh, one of the clone troopers, but but uh, female. Hmm. So I was a little confused if that was uh, actually Boba Fett or Jango Fett's clone or or whatnot. Sure. But it'll be interesting to see. It will. Um, so that's all the news that we got coming up. And I'm actually really excited for what's coming up the, the next few months. Because uh, we will yeah. definitely be covering The Bad Batch. Because I think the first episodes I hear I heard was going to be 70 Seven. minutes long. Yeah. So that's going to be the first two episodes of the, the series. Hmm. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be exciting. And then, and then we'll just jump on, on to once we finish that. We'll jump into right into the book of Boba Fett, right? And yeah, the book of Boba Fett, and then Obi Wan and Cassian after that. Yeah, there's just gonna be uh, show after show. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Uh, there's so much to look forward to. Definitely. All right, and now into the meat of the episode. So, like we said, this episode was titled "The Prisoner." Um, 
definitely an interesting episode. I kind of liked uh, what they did with it. This uh, was one of the. Uh, this is one of the Rick uh, Famuyiwa. Am I saying that right? Famuyiwa. <laughs> I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Sorry one for of... butchering his name, but. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry about. Yeah. Rick. Rick Famuyiwa. Ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> he uh, he directed this one, um, along with uh, he also did uh, Chapter Two, The Child. Oh, that's true. And, that one was yeah. good. And then season two, he did Chapter Fifteen, uh, The Believer. So ironically, he 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 did both um, of the Mayfield episodes. I don't know if you noticed that. I thought that was pretty cool. He must be a. I actually didn't, because <laughs> I actually noticed in both of the Mayfield episodes, both of them was him infatuated with Mando mm-hmm. taking that helmet off. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He was he was making that. I like when he made that. Uh, he made the Gungan reference. So you said you said don't want to take your helmet off. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, take like, take the helmet off so we can see your eyes. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what what are you under there, a Gungan? <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. Dude, I liked a lot of the the jokes that they they made. Making fun yeah. of a lot of the the Star Wars discrepancies with stormtroopers and just basically just making fun of itself in general. Yeah, yeah, no, that was that was awesome. So Mando jumps in on an old job with one of his old pirate buddies or bounty hunter buddies or whatever. Yeah, his uh, name was uh, is Ran. I, I, I forget the, the actor. He's, he's from. Uh, well, he, he's actually he's actually in uh, Batman Begins. He's that guy that kind of he's that cop, that crooked cop that kind of he's like that crooked detective that still like yeah, the moment, Yeah, the moment you said Batman, I was like, I know exactly who you're talking about. He's stuck yeah. out like a sore thumb. Yeah. And then um he's also in uh Sons of Anarchy and a lot of other okay, I never saw that one, yeah. Yeah. He um yeah, he's he's good. Yeah, he's yeah. good at playing like a sleazy character, kind of like a don't trust this this guy type type character. Oh yeah. Like right, right when you meet him in the episode, you already know that he's not to be trusted. Yeah, I mean, like he's like, oh yeah, the only reason I took you on this job is because of your ship. Yeah. He's like, because if you get past the, <laughs> yeah, basically, he's like, otherwise I don't need you. Yeah. Just like old times. Just like old times. So, what did you think of all the the entire team that they had there? Because he oh, had with the. the Four characters. Uh, there was Shion, Zero, Mayfield, and I forget the devil-looking guy's name. Uh, Berg. Berg. He's a, yeah. He's a Deveronian. Uh, Deveronian um, from uh, uh, Deveron. He's from Deveron. He's he's the same species as that character in the Cantina in the New Hope. Uh, yeah. Cardu Malak. He's a, a Deveron, uh, sort of like a captain mercenary from his planet. They act, he's actually nicknamed the Butcher. He's he's one of okay. that guy that kind of looks real creepy that you see in the in the background of Cantina. He's got a whole story in the Bounty Hunters uh, uh, series, but uh, from non non uh, non canon now I'm I'm guessing. But anyways, it, it was just cool to see another another guy from Devron, and I, I didn't realize that these guys are they're freaking like indestructible, like super strength, and the fire didn't work on them. Yeah, uh, fireproof. I mean, yeah, this guy's uh, impressive. Gets the door shut on him and just lifts it up. <laughs> yeah, I love that scene when the door kind of falls on him and he's got that smile, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Whoop!" And the other one like oh. slams right in front of him. <laughs> he's like, "Oh, uh, 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 no, yep, not gonna be yeah, able to uh, survive that one." <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah, uh, Shion, she was the that girl from Harry Potter. Um, oh, uh, Natalia Natalia Tano was the is the actress. She's a uh, she yeah. Played, she played uh, 
Nifedora Tinks. Yeah, that's right, Tinks. Tinks, yeah. Nifedora Tinks. With the purple hair. Yeah. She's actually really cool in there. But, she really uh, was. Yeah, so. Yeah, she was cool. And then, uh, of course, uh, and we got Zero. Ah, uh, Zero was uh, so annoying. K, uh, Q, Q90 is his, is his actual name, but he's, uh, is it, I, I believe he's the same droid uh, that we get in, uh, I, I think he's the same droid as Forlom, the same type of protocol. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, from uh, from uh, J- the, one of the bounty hunters that Vader hires on uh, to hunt down the Falcon. I yeah, believe. true. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a kind of an interesting droid. Oh, forgive his programming. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a good pilot, though, man. A good pilot, but no countdown. I thought that was actually pretty oh, funny. It's just like, yeah. as soon as I get into the ship, he just kind of just, like, oh, we're here. All right. You were here. Yourself. Boom. All right. All right. Let's get the, get on the job. Yeah. He's, and, just, he's, just, he's just quick. Boom, boom, boom. I remember that's the first time that people actually got uh, annoyed because the child was, uh, got dropped and rolled across the floor of the ship. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, – and then uh, what did you think about Mayfield when he picks up uh, – he picks up baby Yoda and he's kind of like, Oh, I think I could be a father. And he's kind of like holding it. And <laughs> yeah. She sounds like, uh, Mando, I didn't, I didn't think you think of you as the type. <laughs> yeah. I actually thought it was intriguing. Cause like this whole like season, he's being hunted down because of the child. Yeah. And so you got these guys and it's like, Oh, uh, they accidentally, uh, show the child. And now the whole crew sees this little creature. Yeah. So they're kind of like, Wondering, okay, maybe they've heard about him. Maybe, maybe they're gonna try and strike the bounty. But it's kind of cool that they're also showing that it's like not everybody's involved in yeah. this this uh, conspiracy of the child. And so the, it's kind of a breather. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then uh, when when Zero saw that, he saw that uh, hologram kind of uh, flickering on and off about the delivering the asset and all like all that information about. The original. Interest. Yeah, he's like, oh, Kieran. <laughs> and, and I like how he just sees, uh, he hears Baby Yoda, he looks over and he's like, curious. <laughs> Interesting. So, um, how did you... Then uh, he takes his blaster and hunts him down. <laughs> oh, I know. What a, what a, what a, what a jerk. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, this is a freaking baby. Dude. But, like, all those guys, they're just kind of like, oh, it's a baby. Like, you know, but, it's also, but it's also a droid, so it has, like, no, like... Emotional, to, yeah, yeah sure. to to protect the no infants empathy. or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, oh, creature. Well, yeah. we're supposed to kill Mando, so well, time to kill its little pet. <laughs> um, what did you what did you uh, think about this episode? Like in general, what was your what were your thoughts? Uh, I thought it was actually pretty cool. I remember when I first saw it, like it was intriguing because it was like mm-hmm. a little, uh, um prison break sure. type thing. And so it's kind of cool. Okay, so there we get to kind of see how the the rebellion is kind of like handling, enforcing its laws, arresting people, and just transporting them from place to place. Yeah, that was cool. It was cool to see like an expanded um, New Republic uh, state, kind of what's going on. I, again, we had that huge gap between Force Awakens and – or between Return of Jedi and Force Awakens, and we don't get to see a lot of what's – going on with the new republic and and the remnant of the empire during this time so it's just cool to see more of it and where they're at yeah it's just it's it's fun 
Yeah, I just thought it was kind of really cool just to kind of see that the the New Republic is kind of like taking its uh, authoritative stance. Like even on the the droids that were walking around the ship, it's just kind of really cool to kind oh, of yeah. see like the the New Republic uh, uh, insignia just placed on them. Yeah, no, that was really cool. Those guys can fight too. Like oh, when they're yeah. fighting, they're fighting Mando. Like he he has the. He's like punching one, he grabs him, and then it just like it automatically just like goes for like a back slap. It's just like I don't know. They're they're really quick. Um, I I don't know. They're they're pretty they're pretty intimidating, honestly. Yeah, yeah. If if I came across them, I'd be kind of a little, little uh, intimidated. <laughs> there there is something I thought was kind of funny when I was watching this episode again. Um, they're coming down the corridor, and all the guys are kind of kind of pinned, and they're like, we 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 don't have enough cover. You know, we're basically screwed. And they keep advancing, and then, of course, you know, Mando shows up behind, starts taking them all out, and, and then they're all impressed. Well, yeah. Like, a few scenes later, all of a sudden, these guys can take them out, no problem. <laughs> That's one thing I thought was kind of funny. I saw, like, Mayfield was just kind of boom, boom, boom. He takes out three by himself. Um, well, I think they were kind of, like, a little bit more impressed with, like, his fighting style up close. Like, mm-hmm. if they came that close to him, I don't think they'd be able to handle it, except for the Devronian. Yeah, I was going to say Berg. Berg, uh... He's, I, I think he's pretty capable. But I also did notice, like, when Amanda took all those guys out, Mayfield was kind of, like, snickering at him. Like, that's not impressive, even though, you know, he was. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. Berg does it later, and Mayfield does that little, like, hmm, all right, very cool. Yeah, okay. Good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. All right. Make, make, makes, you, makes you wonder. I mean, these guys, obviously, they're, they're on this mission, and they're, the plan is to screw over uh, Din Djarin. And uh, it makes you wonder – Knowing how Mayfield is now in season two, it makes you wonder if he has some sort of uh, second thoughts about what they want to do with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I I can see why they'd have hesitation with it, but I I I think that's why there's really like good character development with uh, mm-hmm. Mayfield from season sure. one to season two. Yeah, because um, he's just kind of there because he's just there for the money. And <laughs> Not a you can kind of wise ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's an ex sharpshooter for the 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 Empire. That's not saying much. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> he gets all pissed off. But, I mean, it, it kind of just shows that whole aspect. Because, like, if you follow Mayfield through that, that whole episode, it's like, yeah, he's kind of, uh, kind of a jerk pretty much yeah. the entire time. But at the same time, you can kind of see that he's got some type of moral compass. Like, he was questioning, like, Quinn. Like, Quinn's like, all right, get me off the ship. He's like, what about your sister? He's like, yeah. uh, what about her? And he's like, all right, nice family. Yeah, nice family. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> that was a good little bit. So you can kind of see that there's like some type of moral dilemma there that he's um, he's there for the money, but at the same time, he, he questions things. It's just like very subtle things that they kind of accentuate in season two with his character and really pulls pulls out his history and why he is the way he is. Mm-hmm. And I actually really like Mayfield as a character. Uh, yeah. Season one, not so much, but season two really like. Uh, Came out like a fine wine, Aged yeah. Which, very well. Which again, it's 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 uh, Rick from Movie Why he did he did the same episode with with Mayfield. So he is it's really cool that he was able to develop that character himself. He could have some type of ownership on the character. Yeah, it's just like saying uh, Ahsoka's coming back, so let's give it to somebody other than Dave Filoni. Yeah, there you go. Perfect example. Exactly. And so it's just really cool that they give these directors and producers a chance to really like look at their characters and kind of like, okay, well, I created this character, so let me kind of 
direct which way this character is going to go and kind of really fine tune them. Sure. D- you know, uh, I love the cinematography. I like the Batman shots. Oh my gosh. Looking dude. around. And it kind First of time like, I saw that, I thought it was and... freaking cool. <laughs> light flashes. You see uh, Mando back there, and then it gets dark. It flashes again. He's a little bit closer. It gets dark. And then it flashes, then he's gone. And then he's right behind Mayfield, and he's like, no! And then he just, that was, that was good. That was fun. Yeah, they really do very well with uh, with a lot of the shots. And it it kind of, like, saves Mando. Like, I was saying in the beginning of, like, this, this season, like, Mando gets his... Uh, uh, but handed to him like constantly, like he gets yeah. taken down, and so it's like, all right, it's his fighting skills really that impressive, and mm-hmm. so then you come to this episode, and it kind of shows like what he's truly capable of, and I really enjoyed it. Berg um, did Berg did kind of kick his trash in this one though. <laughs> yeah, but Berg. it also, but it's, but it was witty he though. He got him with the yeah, <laughs> like he had the he had the upper hand, but Mando knows how to use his resources well. Exactly. And you kind of see that at the end of the episode when he kind of sticks the little trekking uh, fob on uh, Quinn. He's smart. He's very oh, smart. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. Always, he, he, always, he, always, he always has a plan. I mean, yeah, each episode. Like... Even, even when he was uh, on the last episode um, with the, the bounty hunter trainee. Oh, yeah. He, he does the whole flash trick and when, uh, on Tatooine. Yeah, true. So he's he's always he's always coming up with something when he when he gets stuck in a pickle. You kill me, you don't get the credits. Yeah. All right. Well, I do need the credits, so let me think. I'm letting you keep you. Let me think. Uh, let me let you think you're 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 gonna survive this. Yeah. They get what they deserve. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually found it really interesting. So they're like walking through the cells, and you kind of see. Uh, some like Imperials in there, so that's I thought that was really cool. They're still yeah. like wearing the uniforms, like they're freshly caught or or they're just holding yeah, they, in there. They kinda uh, show they, they, Oh sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh no no continue on that thought and then I'll jump on the next I, one. I was just saying I, I like how they're walking by the prisoner cells and and you see uh you see the the uh the Ardenian um species. Oh yeah that yeah that's where I was going too. Yeah, Rio Rio Durant, the one, one of John Favreau's characters. Yeah, from Solo. There you go. I, 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 it's Rio fun again to see. Yeah, it's it's fun to see some of these, uh, just other species from the movies. Um, even you know Disney ones or or Lucas ones. It's just it's just cool to tie it all together. It's fun. Oh, absolutely. Um, and did you really... notice? Did oh. Did you notice when the when they first arrived with the on the Razor Crest? They um they open the hatch. The way it opens, I just noticed this last time I watched watch it the way it kinda opens with that uh the style that kind of spiral opening as that same opening sort of hatch style that the Falcon has on Empire. Oh yeah. When they rescue Luke and, and Lando's uh coming up to get him. And I, I just uh I just realized that I thought it was kinda a cool little touch. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if you uh if any of you guys caught it as well. Matt Lanter made a uh, cameo. He was the Republic soldier soldier running the prison transport. Do you know what's trippy? It's trippy when I I watch this time and you hear him talk and you can hear Anakin and it's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> Anakin it's, survives. It's cra- yeah, no, it's it's crazy. It's crazy just because like you know I see that character whenever I hear that voice now. But it's yeah, it's just it was it's, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. Which it's it's again it's it's cool that this episode. I remember the first time I saw it, I thought this was such a filler episode, 
because he's 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 leaving Tatooine. He's he's all fixed up. He's got money. He's ready to go. And 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 you're thinking he's going to solve his issue with the kid and with the guild or whatever. And then he just picks up another job on the side. It, it, that's kind of how it felt the first time I watched this before I saw season two. Yeah. And now that you see season two, you see that there actually is a little bit of a connection with the with the Republic. How how Mando just made some some good relations because of what he did to kind of help out the kid and to capture these. Uh, well, even though even though you know uh, uh, the uh, the character died, <laughs> Matt Lash's yeah. character died, but he was still able to imprison the uh, the the other bounty hunters. And, Which uh, I thought he killed one the first time I saw it. And totally did end, too. Totally the, thought. He, well, especially especially Berg. Yeah. <laughs> with the doors. Yeah, I totally, I totally thought, thought he, he got was... squished like a bug. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I don't know. It was interesting. Well, and the only one it? that the only one that really uh, technically died was Zero. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, Mando took him out. <laughs> um. Oh, I like that shot too. I forgot to mention when he's actually fighting those uh, when Mando is fighting those Republic soldiers when he comes up behind. Oh, the droids, yeah. Out. Yeah, the, the Republic uh, droids, um, the prisoner droids. They, I, I like that shot. After he fights them, you get that last shot where he shoots the, the hole through the droid, and you just kind of see him through the hole, and it just, it's a really awesome shot. Yeah, I was going to say, like a lot of the shots that they do throughout these seasons, or these episodes, are just phenomenal. I know I keep pointing them out, but they're actually pretty... They're just no, always no. coming up with something new. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that really makes this uh, this series stand out is because of just the direction that they go with it. No, that's, um, that was great, great cinematography in it. But jumping back to the Razor Crest, I actually thought it was pretty funny that they made a a uh, reference to Canto Bite. Like, oh like yeah, ship, ship looks like a Canto Bite slot machine. <laughs> yeah, and and it's it's cool that the. It's the Razor Crest is kind of like the gray. It's like it's like off the radar type of ship. It's not in the uh, it's not in the radar of the New Republic or the uh, Empire. And that's another reason they wanted to use the ship, right? Because it's not recognized. Yeah, exactly. Because they'd be able to get through some security breaches without being detected, and so that's where Amanda comes in. And I know he was very reluctant to have the Zero fly a ship. Mm-hmm. But Zero's like, no. Nope, yeah. He's like, I got this. Just go back to the hold with everybody else. That was a problem with droids at this point. Which kind of brings us, uh, kind of builds us up to the story uh, coming up soon here. With the IG unit. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Very true. Oh, man, the next few episodes are going to be pretty solid. How did you um, like, how did you like uh, 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 Quinn or Ken, um, her brother? Quinn, uh, I don't know. I thought all the characters were just kind of a little off and over overdone, but at mm. the same time, I quite liked the grittiness of the characters as well. Yeah, uh, Quinn just seemed a little over the top. <laughs> to be fair, you just kind of—I don't know. There's just something about the character and just the way that, that he was portrayed that just bugged me. <laughs> I, I think it was just fun. To, I, I enjoyed. Uh, I was interested to uh, to see his performance because he's actually he's playing in the upcoming uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, Amazon Prime show. Oh but, no way! Yeah, it's uh, his, Ishmael Cruz Cordova is his name, and uh, he's going to be uh, playing some unknown character in the series. He's actually one of the main characters. So, oh, that's actually really cool. Yeah, I was just kind of interested to see his performance. So, <laughs> for any of you guys that are interested in the the new series that Amazon's coming up with for Lord of the Rings, 
or also kind of Lord of the Rings uh, fans. So yeah, we we don't we don't know any. There's it's, it's kind of like a more hush hush kind of thing right now. I mean, there's there's a Just little stuff of the whole, here. I don't know, little what? pandemic that's been happening. Yeah, no, they're, they're probably about a year. <laughs> there is actually supposed to come out this year, but they're they're probably about a year behind. I I predict probably Christmas this year or early next year when they. Yeah, because a lot of the stuff is starting to. to start rolling again like you yeah. know obi-wan is started filming andor has been filming has it has it officially started filming i i knew that the target yeah month, this is the target month for obi-wan right uh i believe so uh, i was actually at the breakfast with uh, a guy that i used to do uh stage management with that i worked okay. for and okay. uh we we're catching up and he brought one of his buddies with him and he's he went to film school and he's very involved in a lot of the the film industry and he's a huge star wars nut too and so he was sitting there telling me we we're just talking star wars all the time and uh he was saying that obi-wan's already started you know now that you mention it uh somebody that uh um uh, aaron and shannon know yeah uh, my wife aaron and sister-in-law the uh somebody they grew up with is actually a in the art department uh for lucasfilm apparently i just found this out and he's he's oh, working He's he's already he's worked on some of the projects already. Um, I don't know how involved he was with Mandalorian, but but the reason this is brought up is because the mom was telling uh, Aaron the other day that her son is working on Obi Wan right now. Oh, that's actually so, so. cool. <laughs> and I was like, man, I'm jealous. <laughs> so maybe we can uh, pull some secret. Uh, yeah, you never know. But info. I, I guess you- I guess he's not allowed to talk about it, apparently. So. No, Disney. No, Disney puts a lot of hush on on a lot of that stuff. If if they find out that you're the one, it's a it's a huge legal issue because they sign a lot of disclaimers. Yeah, no, yeah. There's no way that you can. Uh, you never know. This would be fine, but be, I uh, actually find it funny. Like Disney's actually getting a lot better at hiding their film sets, despite oh, yeah. uh, Andor and what was it uh, London or mm-hmm. somewhere in England that they're filming because there were some set photos released. And a lot of people thought it was Obi-Wan, but I was like, uh, no. It's actually Cassian. Because at the time, Cassian was being uh, filmed at that point. Hmm. But everything else has just pretty much been hush-hush. Like, they, they watch the skies for drones, and and they cover everything up if they can. Sure. They actually have, don't they actually, I believe they actually have a job for somebody to just look for spies. To just sit there and look for drones or helicopters or... And if it's coming, they have a radio and they can call into the set and say, hey, you know, we got something coming in, whatever. And um, I'm sure they have police out there. Oh, yeah. Type of security. They, they just radio Mayfield because he's a sharpshooter. Yeah. Sky. Take him out. <laughs> All right, Mayfield. This is what you're hired for. Shoot that well, drone out of the sky. <laughs> well, I know I've, you know, watched some behind the scenes for other movies. And I know for a fact they have people that just sit out there and wait for They have a – their job is to literally – listen for helicopters or airplanes and then they call and say hey an airplane's coming they'll send out like miles off from the set that way they can call in for a case there's some interference coming in i'm sure Sound people... in. yeah yeah that makes i'm sense. sure they have i'm sure they some have sets i worked on for... we did that too well they probably have spies for spies you know people yeah. are out there looking for those spies because they don't want all you need is one person to freaking blab and you know you're gonna get information out there that nobody should know for a year or two you know <laughs> very true very true uh yeah, I know. I used to have a buddy at uh, Disneyland when they were building Galaxy's Edge. Uh, he w- he was uh, doing some construction on it and stuff, and so he would uh, snap me some photos for like some exclusive shots. That's awesome. 
Yeah, I mean that wasn't as big of a deal as like a movie, but it was still pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's still fun. It's always nice to have somebody on the inside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so what do you think of that whole like little uh Mexican standoff that they were doing in the that hold with the Matt Lanter's character? Oh, and they're all pointing guns at each other and not it, yeah. it was fun. It it it, it was tense because because first first uh, you see um Matt Lanter's character. His name, I think his name was da- uh, da- Davron. Devron. 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 Yeah. Devron. Okay. Um, he uh, or da- Davin. I think his name Davin. Was... Oh, Gavin. <laughs> was it Gavin? Just... I don't know. Davin. No, it's Devron. It was Davron. Davron. Okay. Yeah. Because well, I'm thinking now. Now I'm thinking of um, uh, the species. Uh, uh, um, uh, Devron. Okay. Perfect. Um. Yeah. No, it was really cool. It was really tense because first. You you thought they were gonna kill him? It's like, oh man, this this guy's uh you know, pretty inter- innocent. You know, I mean, he's just staring, he's just driving the freaking ship, you know, and he's just kind of stuck in a bad place, bad place, bad time, you know. And then yeah. uh, Mando starts kind of vouching for him, and then they're like, hey, what are you doing? And then they're kind of talking about it, and and then and then you think they're gonna kind of talk the kid down and drop the weapon, and just hey, we'll just hold him as a prisoner, and and then uh, so then they're all kind of like arguing what the heck they're gonna do with him. It's, it was pretty tense. And of course, uh, Shion just. Throws a knife and kills him. <laughs> so yeah, like, right, everybody like, just shut up. <laughs> seriously, you guys are just a bunch of annoying kids. Now let's yeah. get on with the business. Yeah, exactly. The, 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 this this tracking device uh, was it activated before? Uh, yeah. No, no, no. no. Uh, so we got twenty minutes. Ah, uh, you just need five. You sort of missed out that inf- left that information out of the plan. You know. I didn't think we'd get that far. Well, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> here we are. I think that's actually one thing that I really did like about this episode. A lot of the the bantering and the dialogue I thought was actually yeah. pretty pretty on point. Yeah, like you said, I, do, I was very I do, amused. <laughs> I, I I do agree with you that it's it's probably one of my another one of my lesser favorite episodes of the season. Like I said, I'm looking forward to seven and eight. The next two episodes are probably the better episodes of the season, besides episode three. I think episode one, episode three, and then seven and eight are the ones that I really liked. Four, and I think it's because they're kind of, you know, they're good. Wanna, they're good, but I want to say because like uh, you look at this season and it's kind of like building up the story, and then the last two episodes kind of really get the the story going, sure. and then that jumps us into season two, which keeps that story uh, rolling. Plus, you, you and, get you get Moff Gideon, man. He's so intriguing. That character. Yeah, is so, I, I so... feel like the st- I feel like the story doesn't really start until the next episode. Yeah. Like yeah, everything yeah. up until this point was just basically just build up for these final two episodes and the rest yeah. of the series. It's pretty linear uh, up to this point, and then it kind of just grows. It starts layering after this. Oh and yeah, you start seeing a bigger picture and more, uh, more the angle of uh, of Gideon, and you know, it's it's just it's good. And then you get everybody back together, Cara Dune and and Grief Karga, and it's just it's it's fun. It's a fun episode. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And of course, uh, don't forget our little uh, Ugnot friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Aw. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> For everybody that's already watched it, you kind of you know what that was about. Um, I but... totally thought, yeah, that's we'll, we'll get to that episode. And we'll yeah, talk we'll, yeah we'll, we'll get up to all that. I'm excited for that one. That one's fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you think of Mayfield's uh, little backpack? That little gun oh, just like chilling gun? on that little arm, yeah. Oh, it's it's awesome, because then he can he can hide behind a corner and it can kind of go around the corner and shoot the shoot his uh, opponent. 
I think it's pretty pretty clever. Yeah, I, th- I found it intriguing. I wonder if it has like a remote or something or how it works. I think know? it does have like a remote. I don't think it's like a Dr. Octopus uh, type thing where it just yeah. <laughs> has a neural implant that just goes with his thought. Gotcha. But... Yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's, he's got to have some type of remote or something, but may, I mean, maybe it does attach to his spine somehow or something, but with the ability to detach and he's able to, so I, I don't know. I'm not sure how it works. I don't know if he's able to, that would be really cool if he was able to use it with his mind. He could think about, that would be awesome. I don't yeah. know if that works, but I imagine it's some sort of remote. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's remote. I don't think it was attached to him because uh, he because he doesn't have it at the end of the episode or in season two. Sure. Uh, I, so for something to be like implanted into you, that would be kind of like a big thing to be without. Yeah. How did how did you like uh, how did you like the I love the last scene uh, when he when he flies back and he arrives with the Razor Crest on the on the base. Uh, he returns back to Ran, and uh, he delivers Ken to Ran, and 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 Ran's kind of looking up at the ship, and he's got the smirk, and all of a sudden the door opens, and it's Mando there with the prisoner. He's kind of like, uh, okay, oh, where's everybody? <laughs> yeah, he had that look like, where's everybody? But he's trying to act like, yeah, everything's normal. I said, he said, no questions asked was part of the deal. Like, you know? Yep, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> that was really cool. Um, and I love, like you said uh, earlier, I love how, how uh, again, you see Din Djarin's, uh cleverness on, uh, he's totally set him up. He left the, left the tracking uh, beacon with, uh, with, with, with Quinn or Ken. <laughs> yeah, Quinn. He's like, Quinn, he's, he's like, what is it? What is that? And then, and then uh, Ron just freaking runs, he's like, uh, ran, ran, ran. Yeah, ran, he's, like, uh, he's like, ran, oh, ran, ran away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, no, that was, exactly that was what was going on. Was that so? This is this is the first time we saw um, Filoni, uh, Rick uh, Fumuiwa, and uh, and then Deborah Deborah Shaw. They all show yeah. up as X-wing pilots. I, I love how they're always using these uh, directors as the X-wing pilots. <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of really cool. It's like not only do they get like the opportunity to direct an episode, but they kind of get to implement themselves as a character in the universe. Yeah, that's and so that's that, that's it's a lot of fun. It's actually really cool. Because then you're yeah. gonna get your own action figures, and because you know <laughs> Disney will run run with it. I love I love when he so he, so he uh, flies away, and Ron acts all well. Dinjarin gives uh, he gets his money, delivers the the asset to to Ron. He delivers Ken to Ron, and then and then he basically gets his money and takes off from the base. And then Ron continues to act cool, and then he's like, "All right, kill him." Yeah. <laughs> the other guy's like, "Ha ha ha," and then. And then they have that ship kind of come up, and then of course the X-wings show up, and he's like, "Are those uh, X-wings?" <laughs> uh, crap, you know exactly what's gonna happen. Yeah, that was that was probably one of the that was probably one of my favorite parts of the episode, honestly. Yeah, really and cool. it, it's and it just really shows how smart Mando is because he's like, yeah. "Okay, so I need the money, but I can't kill this guy, so I've got this thing. I still got time for it." To, before uh, the rebels get here, so let me take it and have them follow it here. Yeah. I'll get my money, book it out of there, jump to hyperspace, and and then everything's uh, solid after that. And then, uh, they, of course, they have the ship that's about to shoot them down, and then the X-wing show up. Hey, they're targeting at us. Let's shoot them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I love how Mando flipped the whole scene, and then made it made it look like uh, they're trying to attack the X-wings because the X-wings are tracked over there, and then. It was just, it was super, super clever. That was, that was great. 
Oh, absolutely. So that makes me wonder if Ron is dead. If he actually died right there, I assume he did. But... Oh, absolutely. There's no. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> he had no. He had no time to get out of there. Yeah. And by the time it was done exploding, you you didn't see anything fly away from it. So that's what he gets. It, I think it's safe to say Mando, man. What the heck is he thinking? Messing with Mando, man. When, they when get he... what they deserve. Yep. Exactly. Do you? Uh, so so it's interesting. So of all those, of, all, of everybody in the group, the only one that actually died was Zero, um, the droid, and, and then Quinn and Ren. Quinn. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's and right. all the other innocent smugglers and yeah. low lifes on his on his. Uh, They're all stuck on the prison ship. His base. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's 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 funny we see it, and of course we see it. Uh, episode two, um, of uh, or actually chapter uh, it'd be chapter chapter ten. Um, when they go to Maldo Cree, they, they they're stranded on Maldo Crees. The uh, oh, that's right, because Floney's character shows up again. Yep, exactly. So Floney's character shows up again, and and then we get to see Zero used through the Frog Lady, communicates with Mando through the through Q Nine O or Zero, aka yeah. Zero. So yeah, we get another appearance of him, and I don't know that I I, I feel like I feel like uh, Ken uh, or uh, Shion might make an appearance. In possibly season three or four, I mean they're out there, so it's possible. Yeah, I was wondering, but at the same time, you got to remember uh, they had to rescue, they had to release Mayfield from the prison. So I think they're still in the prison. Sure. Unless they, unless they maybe somehow escape, yeah, maybe, or they yeah. for something. Maybe, maybe, maybe when they retake Mandalore, they they find through Mayfield that there's some sort of information or skill that they have that we don't know about that they need. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Mayfield was only uh, useful because of his uh, Imperial background. That's right. That's the only reason why they went the, back for him. He had the codes and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it'd be really cool to kind of see what they do with it. Um, did you also find it funny? It's like uh, when they made Mando's armor and they made like the little whistling birds like, oh, use these sparingly. Yeah. And so he sits there and tries to use it against the Devranian. And yeah. Against Berg. They just fly against Berg, and I was like, "Well, that was a waste." Wait, I've I've heard the mention. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know that I, I'm telling that guy's like indestructible, man. He's uh, oh yeah, like he kinda, he kinda even of, like Sister tries to choke him from above. He reminds me a little bit of Wrecker from the Bad Batch. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Wrecker. Kind of crazy personality. Hard to you know super strength. Hard. To I really hope they. I really hope that they do Wrecker's character a little bit better. He annoyed me in that little arc. <laughs> Sorry for anybody that enjoyed his character, but I can understand oh, him. This is the happiest day of my life. <laughs> <He pulls up. laughs> I, I thought it was funny, but we'll, we'll get to that when we get to the Bad Batch. Oh, but, absolutely. Um, yeah, and, and I forgot to mention Berg. Berg was played by Clancy Brown. Uh, he's 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 in a lot of stuff, notably Shawshank Redemption and some other classics. Oh, okay. Good actor. Yeah, plays one of the cops. So prison guards. Yeah, th- yeah, they really go and try and pull like some cool names, like even Bill Burr playing May- Mayfield. Gilbert being a, a famous comedian. Yeah, no, he was he was great, man. So, uh, at, go ahead, sorry. Oh no, no, go for it. I was gonna say, so now, now with uh, the six episodes so far, how do you how do you rank how do you rank the episodes? Ah, man, that's a tough one. Uh, I want to say the first episode. Now that I'm thinking back on it. Uh, I think my order might be different from the last time, but first episode, just because it was such a really good intro to the whole series. Um, then episode three, and then the last four episodes, mix or match. I don't really have a 
uh, rank for for the rest of them? I probably right now I'd probably say episode three is my favorite so far. Then episode one, and then I would say episode six or no, probably episode five. I actually like the last episode a little bit more in this one. So episode five, six, then four is my least favorite so far. But we'll uh, we'll see what happens with the other ones. We'll do a. I think at the end we should do a ranking with because there's technically sixteen chapters. I think we should do a ranking. Oh, absolutely! I think that'd be of fun. Of all sixteen, of all sixteen, we'll we'll mix and match them on the last episode, from from our favorite to our least favorite. I think that'd be fun to do. I think that would be a lot of fun, actually. So, all right, man. Well, uh, that wraps it up for episode six. Um. So, say again. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Episode okay. six, the prisoner. Oh yeah, the prisoner. <laughs> All right, so, all right, so like always, guys, be sure to check the links down below in the description. Uh, we've got our our uh, our merch site, which we got some pretty cool T-shirts. We're working on some new designs that should be launching within the next month. Uh, be sure to jump in and join our Discord. Uh, we always have tons of fun discussions over there. Uh, we do trivia, we do giveaways, we do tons of stuff. So be sure to join in, introduce yourself, and interact with all the other fans. Uh, they love talking. Uh, also, be sure to follow us on Instagram if you don't already. Uh, it's down below. It's called The Hotspot, uh, just like our uh, our podcast. So yep. be sure to comment there. We're going to have tons of cool posts and memes and anything pretty much to keep you guys entertained. Uh, we love interacting with you guys, so be sure to join us on all the discussions. And, of um, course, if any, I was going to say, if any of you ever have questions, too that we can answer on the podcast, feel free to an- to ask the question because we love to answer them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, message us on the, on the Instagram or jump on the Discord and ask any of our moderators. They'll, they'll shoot their questions over to us. So, all right. We'll catch you guys in two weeks for the next episode. Echo 2 out. Echo 5 out. May the force be with you. Always. <laughs>